What is up, everyone? Welcome to Sippin' All, where God puts the awe in awesome. And today is a very special day because we have our very first official guest, my buddy, my friend, Jamal Woods. I'm super duper excited for this episode. Um, he's technically our second guest because if you guys haven't seen already, I have an, a, a bonus 2.5 episode with my cousin Ryan Romero. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and do that. But I met Jamal at C4C in 2020, and he's been a God dot in my life. This has been a God connection. And so guys, here is my buddy, Jamal Woods. Jamal, what's up, bro? How's it going, Brandon? Man, it's going good. You got your coffee? Absolutely. All right, bro. You ready? Here we go. Thank you, Lord, for this day that he has made for you and me. One, two, two three. three. Oh, praise praise God. God. Man, I like that background, dude. Where are you? Are you at your house? No, I'm actually at my church. Whoa, what are you doing at your church this early on a Saturday morning? You know, with you. <laughs> praise God, baby. With you, and excited for this. Um, just, it's an honor and blessing. I don't take this lightly. Yeah, for you've sure. You asked man. me to come on your podcast. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. Yeah, this past week the weather has been insane. So two weeks ago it was in the eighties, and then this past week it was in the fifties, and then next week it's going to be back in the eighties. So I'm, I'm I have a little bit of a cold. So it's um, sleeping last night was a little tough because a little, little congested. But how's the weather been with you over in Oklahoma? Let's see. Last week it was all rainy and cold. This week it's been kind of cold. And then I'd say yesterday it started to warm up and it's been in the fifties and then we're supposed to get be back in the like 75 or 76 today. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I know. And here we are in November. I know, dude, man. And so, uh, have you always lived in Oklahoma? Are you originally from there? No, I've actually, I'm originally from Arkansas. Okay. Tell us about how you ended up in Oklahoma. So I actually ended up in Oklahoma is, um, back in 2015, I attended Champions for Christ my first year. Mm -hmm. And that was right after I graduated high school. And I had on my heart, I knew where I was going to college. I knew I wanted to go and, uh, just study to become a, algebra teacher and um, a coach and uh, coach high school basketball or middle school. And when I went to champions for Christ, the Lord uh, met me and just, I had an encounter with him and it was a Thursday night service and pastor Steve one's minds was ministering. And then um, all of the ministers that week got up there Mm-hmm. And Pastor Nate Slagle said, I hear this strong in my heart. There's so many of us in here that are trying to figure out what their next step is or what their next call is or what, what direction they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And so I want all of us in here to get on your knees, lift up your hands and ask the Lord, what is my next step? Wow. So I get on my knees, ask the Lord, what is my next step? And I heard the audible voice of God in it. And it sounded like my youth pastor at the time, but where I was at in the auditorium is right behind me was like, as if this wall was behind me, no one was behind me. And I hear 
you're not going to college. And I was like, what? And so I turned back because I thought it was my youth pastor and no one was there. And immediately I just felt the power of God on me. I just felt the presence of God. And my first thought was, am I going to go ministries? Because at that time I knew if I'm not going to college, then he's calling me to ministry. Right. And so I had two days to accept or cancel my housing assignment for college. And so I spent the next two days, Friday and then all day Saturday, just praying. And the Lord's like, I'm not changing my answer. It was hilarious. I'm like, all you could say is, no, you're not going. You don't have to be harsh about it. For sure. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll cancel my housing assignment. Wow. And uh, so that happened. And the Lord was like, I want you to stay planted in your home church. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to C for C 2017, I had an encounter with the Lord. And uh, about a week and a half later, after we got back from C for C, I had lunch with my pastors at the time, which were Nate and Evan Slagle of mm-hmm. Beyond Church. And um, have lunch with them. We're in Chili's. And um, they asked, you know, they're like, what happened at C for C? We saw you got hit by the power of God and on that last day. And, uh, I said, yeah, I got hit by the power of God. And honestly, I, I was like, the Lord was just speaking and, uh, I know it's about ministry and it's about what he's calling me to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I said, I don't know where to go. And I was like, I don't know if it's go ministries. And I was like, I don't know if it's Rhema. And, um, we were sitting there in the spirit of the Lord. They were like, we know what your next step is. And, uh, the spirit of the Lord spoke out of me and said, and Rhema came out of my mouth and all, I didn't hear Rhema. And the next thing I hear is yes. Them say yes. And I said, yes, what? And they were like, that's where you're supposed to go. And I said, where am I supposed to go? And they said, you're supposed to go to Rhema. Wow. And so, um, it was like, two days before um, deadline application for Rama was. And so like, I got that sent in and everything as fast as possible. And I got accepted and I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma to attend Rama Bible training college. Man. Oh my goodness. What a story, bro. Wow. What would you say to someone? Uh, Cause the purpose of this podcast is for believers and non-believers. How would, what would you say to someone who is struggling with their calling or struggling hearing the voice of the Lord, giving them direction on what they should do? Honestly. Um, so my pastor now, uh, his name is pastor Jay and uh, Jay and Tammy Hoskins, a life revolution church here in Tulsa. But he always says all the time, you can't walk out what you don't pray out. Man, that's and good. It's, it is because if you're not, if you're not praying daily, because you can read the word and get the word in you, but it's those, it's those times where you actually take the time to pray and just be still and sit in God's presence that you actually hear his voice. Like yeah. you're going to hear his voice reading the word, but also like when you're in prayer, you're just, literally at the throne room at the feet of Jesus, looking up to him saying, Lord, this is just me and you. And we're having a conversation. For sure. And I would honestly say like in those times, people just want to keep praying, praying, praying. And I'm like, but in those times you have to be quiet and just sit still and don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you 
get into the word and renew your mind and then getting that time of just his presence and praying and just sitting there, um, it's going to be much easier to hear, hear his voice. Right. Um, because when you draw near to God, that's when you're spending the time in the word daily, when you're speaking the word, when you're praying daily, you're drawn here near to him and he's going to draw back near to you. And that's when you get closer and closer and closer to God. And eventually there's going to be that encounter where you hear his voice. Yeah. Man, I love what Chip Brim says. I forgot what scripture he uses. I think it's uh, James 4, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. But uh, he, he uses this illustration where he'd go, boom, 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 ding, ding, ding. It's like if you draw close to God, he'll draw closer to you. And so I absolutely love that, bro. Um, but for the listeners who don't know, Champions for Christ is an amazing youth rally. Um, that happens in Branson, Missouri. That's actually where I met Jamal um, in 2020 in Oklahoma. And the reason it's usually held in Branson, but it was held in Oklahoma because of COVID purposes. It was first come, first served 300 people at Chip Brim's church. Chip Brim is the the pastor, the minister who uh, hosts um, Champions for Christ. And bro, uh, I'm so blessed that I met you, Jamal. Like, um, I think... What I, from what I remember, we just kind of met because I was just kind of standing next to you. We were waiting for service to start. We were waiting for something to happen, and then we just started talking. And then I just kind of noticed that every single day during 2020, I would find myself next to Jamal hanging out. It was a it was a divine appointment, honestly, because just how we met. And then you know, you know, service starts. They're doing the games and stuff. And the next thing I t- see, well, I see you take off, but I don't see where you go. Next thing I see is next thing I see is you're on stage with the with the bass guitar, and I'm like, what? Yeah, you, oh, like you go yeah, man. And then what's funny is that uh, November I go to Oklahoma with my buddy Jacob, and sure enough, I run into Jamal Woods at Rayma Lights, bro. I was like, what in the world? Out of all people. Man, praise God, baby. So what has um, been your favorite thing about living in Oklahoma? I would say, honestly, my uh, my favorite thing about living in Oklahoma, um, honestly, I would just have to say um, being connected with the church I'm, I am at now. Like, well, mm-hmm. I, I actually... And then also, I can't just, there's two things. I also met my wife here. Praise God, baby. Yes. Tell us about that. Where, where did you meet her? Um, so I actually met her at a church block party. She was attending a different church, but they're having their 40th year anniversary block party. Nice. And um, so I, I had some friends that were going and they're like, you need to come. So I went and um, I came up and like kind of tackled one of my friends from behind and he was talking to now my wife and um i was like came up behind him like freaked him out like he was like who is this and then uh you know said it's it's me you know and then i gave him a hug and stuff and he's like hey this is katie if you've never met her and i was like i was like we've seen each other but you know never been introduced yeah and uh so he's like yeah this is katie and uh the rest of the block party like the three of us hung out and then later that day, me, Katie, and then one of her best friends uh, went and got coffee. And then, because um, they were going to coffee, and I was like, yeah, I got some time to waste. I'll, I mean, I was like, do you care if I join? They're like, no, come. And so I had coffee with them, 
two days later, me and Katie went to a coffee shop and uh, just talked, you know, and I really got just straight to the point. She was like, you know, I'm not looking for another guy friend. Um, and I, and I, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm honestly, I'm at the point where I was like, I'm going to date someone for about a month. And if it's like, yes, I get peace from the Lord. Like, yes, you know, get into actual relationship then let's do it. So that's what we did. We took about a month to two months and uh, just really dated each other, getting to know each other. And then we felt both felt peace. And, um, so we were like, yeah, let's get in a relationship. And then eight months later we get engaged. And then let's see, it was, Three and a half months later, after we got engaged, we got married. The wow. last six, or June sixth, sorry, June sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, so because you had a shortened engagement, was your wedding huge or was it really small? Um, well, we were so where we had our venue, so we were limited to two hundred people. Okay, and so that and she has her family is huge and so like on my side like uh my parents my and my sister and nephew came and uh my brother wasn't able to make it but um so like i was like you invite all your family that you want to invite and then whatever's left out of the count i'll just you know invite my family and then friends you know yeah um because since we were only limited to 200 people, because that's how many people the venue hold, hold or held. So um, I would say we had, I don't even remember the count. I, I mean, for sure over 100, but we didn't, I don't think we were close to 200 people. But okay. it was an yeah. awesome wedding. Man. Did you like wedding planning? Wedding planning yeah. is, is, uh, I helped a little bit, uh, but not much because we actually had a lady in our church who used to do that stuff, mm-hmm. wedding planning and stuff. And she helped me and my wife like tremendously. Like there were so many things that she thought of that we never thought of. And if we wouldn't have never thought of it, I don't know how the wedding would have went. And she yeah. actually was like, I'm going to do this for free. I want to be a blessing to you. What? Oh my goodness. That's awesome, man. Dude, I, I'm going to be so honest. I did not like wedding planning at all. Like every time we did it, it would just stress me out. And it's like, because my wife was like, okay, so we got to get this, 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 and this. And I'm like, here's the thing, babe, that all costs money. And uh, dude, it was bad. I did not like it one bit. So, because everyone was like, man, enjoy the season. Enjoy wedding planning. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. I'm sorry. And what's funny is Pastor Josh um, kind of helped me out. He's like, oh, no, like wedding planning sucks. Like, you're totally okay. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, I thought I was kind of like in the wrong the entire time. So the best part, I would say, of wedding planning is the food. Mm, what would you guys do for food? <clears throat> um, so we catered in. Um, we catered in from this company that. Um, my wife, she knew the lady that I guess ran the catering company or worked there. And we had like a salad, um, some kind of salad that had like bacon, bacon bits in it and just some really good other things. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And then we also had like Tuscan chicken. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I can't explain Tuscan chicken. I mean, I just know what it looks like and that it tastes amazing. We had that. And then I believe we had, um, there were some other things we had. I'm trying to think. I think we had some sides. I don't remember what the sides were, but yeah, but that was like the best part because, you know, you try food and you're like, oh yeah, this is what I want at my wedding. For sure. Me and my wife went for the cheap route. So we did a charcuterie board, um, which was still fairly expensive but it was great because we had a huge one for the guests and then we had a mini one at our table um so it was awesome i'm gonna be honest i don't i didn't eat much because i was so nervous and so much was going on in my brain so i didn't really eat so we went went to chick-fil-a after so we got we got to the hotel we're like what time is it chick-fil-a is closing in 30 minutes we can make it and then chick-fil-a was like 20 minutes away (laughs) so it's like we can make this and sure enough we did it man Praise God for Chick-fil-A. Praise God for Chick-fil-A. Man. Praise God, baby. So you are a youth pastor, correct? Dude, tell us about that. How did that happen? So uh, the church I, I'm at right now, so um, once I when, right before I graduated to Rama, the church I'm at now, which is Life Revolution Church uh, here in downtown Tulsa, we... Um, I got uh, invited to one of their like extended meetings their services. And uh, I was like, yeah, I would love to come, you know? And so I came to a service and the Lord honestly was like, you're supposed to be at this church. And it was like two more months till I graduated from Rama, And I was honestly was like, no, I know you have me staying here in Oklahoma, Lord, and not moving back to Arkansas after I graduate, but I'm heavenly involved at Rama And I think I was supposed to be there, you know, stay there after I graduate. That's why you would have me stay. Right. And uh, the next two weeks I attended Rama service and um, I attended Rama and the, uh, I just didn't feel right on the inside. And I was like, what is going on? And so the last Sunday of the month, I attended Life Revolution Church again. And uh, I hear it again. You're supposed to be here. Like, this is where you're supposed to get planted. Yeah. And uh, so I talked to Pastor Jay. I said, hey, can I talk to you after service? We go to the green room and he's like, um, he's like, what's going on? And I said, I need to talk to you. And I, I asked him, I didn't press anything. I said, do you know what I'm coming to talk to you about? And he said, yes, sir. Oh and goodness, uh, he's like, man. I've known. For, wow. He's like, I've known for three. He's like, I've known for three weeks. And I said, well, you've known what, like, what is it? And he's like, the Lord told you, you're supposed to be here three weeks ago. And that came, he's like, that rose up in my spirit. But the Lord stopped me from talking to you after service about it because the Lord was like, I don't want him to feel peer pressured. I want him to hear directly from me and know that he's being led by me and can hear my voice that he's supposed to be there. And I was like, wow, well, oh my goodness, man. All right, Lord. Wow. Yeah. And this was, uh, March of 2019 because I graduated in May. So I started transitioning out of where I was serving at, at Rama. And then once I graduated, I was fully here at this church. So that was 2019. And then really just got involved with, uh, the worship team the youth group and uh, just serving, serving, like wherever you need me, you know, yeah. I'm open because I'm just here, you know, to really start learning and serving and just growing and what the gifts that God placed in me. And it was December of 2020 and my pastors come up to me and are like, hey, we need to talk to you. 
And I said, okay. And so we sit down, we have a meeting and they're like, so uh, we've been praying this out. Um, we feel peace and we feel it from the Holy, from the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. But uh, the Lord has asked us and we feel peace about it to ask you about becoming on staff as, the, as a youth pastor. Wow. And uh, I was like, wow. I was like, I was shocked when they asked me. I was like, really? Like, they're like, yes. And so they're like, you know, go pray about it. Give us an answer. The next day I prayed about it and I immediately felt the peace of God just come over me, rise up on the inside of me. And so I knew like what the answer was, but I prayed about it for two days and I gave him an answer back like three days later. I was like, yes, I'd love to, you know, become on staff. It's an honor. It's a blessing. Um, I don't take this lightly or for granted. Yeah. And they, just, they were like, well, we're going to announce it January 1st, 2021. And that's when they announced it. Wow. So, um, yeah, so almost, uh, almost, well, December or January 1st, 2024, <clears throat> we'll be starting the third year. Man. It's, it's, it's a blessing, but that's how, um, I actually came on to staff here. Wow. Man, man, man. On average, how many youth do you guys have weekly? So we're actually not meeting weekly. Um, so we weren't in a, the time they um, asked me to come on. We weren't in our own building and we were using another church's building. Mm -hmm. um, and we were meeting and that church allowed us to use our building on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. And so um, so basically we were like renting um, or I guess just renting, a, you know, they charged us just per month. And so Friday nights we were meeting there. And so we we um, during that time, there's another church in town that let us use their facility, um, the first and third Saturday of every month for youth. And so that's mm -hmm. what we were doing. And at that time, we, I don't, we were probably running, um, I would say about eight youth. Okay. And then, um, the Lord, this building came to my pastors, this, and there was like, came up to my pastors, the guy, the pastor that used to be in this church, um, called my pastor and was like, Hey, are you looking for a building still? Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And, um, he's like, well, I got a building for you. My pastors came and checked it out and, um, it felt peace about it. Did negotiations. We signed or they, wow. my pastor signed, I believe it was in October of last year, 2022. And we had our first service in this building, um, November, I don't know if it was, I think it was November 6th. It was a Sunday morning, November 6th of mm -hmm. last year. And so we're about right at a year. We're about to be at our one year in our wow. own building. And cool, uh, man. it's awesome. But I would say now, um, but with the transition of the building, like we still weren't able to hold youth because we were trying to transition, get planted and just see what, how everything's going to work because it's a yeah. big transition period. And then, uh, our church, we hosted, um, a, re a revival called 40 days of glory. Cool. And Very cool. we started that in February of this year mm -hmm. and, uh, we went 40 days and we, the only days we, every week, the only days we didn't have service was Monday and Tuesday. So we had service Wednesday through Saturday at 7 p.m. 
And wow. then <clears throat> and then on Sunday, we had Sunday morning service and Sunday night service. And then we had wow. Monday and Tuesday off. And we did that for 40 days. And uh, man, we, I mean, the power wow. of God, we saw signs, wonders, and miracles um, go forth and just happen. It was awesome, powerful. And after that, we had, um, we had, uh, we had some guest ministers coming in. Mm. And so we weren't, we, we kind of talked about youth and we we're like, what day is going to work best? Because we hold Wednesday night service, Sunday morning and Sunday night service for our church. Mm. And, uh, so last month, which we've been growing, especially being planted, we've just seen more youth, um, come in. We've seen, them invite their friends and actually stay. And uh, last month at our first actual youth service, we're starting <coughs> off once a month, going back to once a month. And then eventually we'll go um, every other, like every other week and then mm. eventually get to weekly. Well, wow. so last month we met on a Sunday night and we had, we had 18 and we had two new students. So I would say, or, yeah. And so we have about, we're, we have like 16 students right now and we've been growing, even though we haven't been you having you service because what my pastor ministers on, it's the word and spirit in demonstration. And these youth and teenagers are hungry for that. And they've yeah. been serving, they've been going after God for sure, and uh, seeking God. And as a youth pastor, just seeing that when we're not having youth, youth meetings is amazing because they're receiving they're wanting to go wanting to go more after god and we had one salvation and three filled with the holy spirit wow. um in the uh in october at our youth service and this coming friday november 10th we're gonna have youth service again we we did sunday night but the room we used we were um we like packed out the room on the first night and it was wow. just crowded Man. and so our pastors were like let's try friday night you guys can have the sanctuary wow Man, and, that's so uh, powerful. So that's where we're at. But Man. yeah, I would say we are literally at, we're at 16 students right now. Wow. Praise God, man. But uh, we're at that point where we're going to have to close this episode. Um, but Jamal, uh, thank you so much for doing this. And uh, I'm super excited because we're going to be doing episode five together because uh, I'm literally going to call you back here in about 10 minutes. Um, but but Jamal, uh, I love your heart because when I'm on Instagram, uh, 99% of your story is you reposting your church. And so what that tells me is that um, you love your church and you love what you do and you love what God has called you to do. And so that has been an inspiration for me um, because I don't need to even attend your church to know that you are serving your heart out because your heart is in it and your heart is for your church. And so you have been an inspiration to me um, miles away uh, in different states. And so I'm just so grateful for you. And that's why I had to have you on. Um, But yeah, uh, everyone, this is my buddy Jamal. uh, But don't worry, he's coming back next week on the next episode. And so Jamal, uh, I love you, bro. And I will call you right back. See you guys next week.